0: Hey everyone, welcome to from Porch Swingers I'm Brenna I'm Brian Guys, AllPlayground.net is so excited about the rest of 2021 and into 2022, putting like-minded people together, that they are starting their own meet and greets at different locations across the United States. So if you're looking for a way to network with some sexy people, you're going to want to head to AllPlayground.net and check out their calendar and their schedule. And of course, they're not the only ones that are throwing big events the rest of the year and into next year. You can find all sorts of opportunities to have some fun with sex-positive people in in the events section at Alt Playground. And of course, you can come say hello to us in our community, which is called Front Porch Swingers. It has over 900 sex-positive people from across the United States and Canada in it, and we would love for you to come join us there. So there's lots going on at Alt Playground, and you're going to want to be a part of that action. So we'll see you there. So we got to have a ton of fun this weekend. We actually went to the Church Street area in downtown Orlando. I'm also just throwing this out there, Orlandoans. I feel like you were saving Church Street for yourselves. You didn't want to share it with us tourists because nobody told us how fucking cool Church Street is. It is an incredible area. And it also is the home of Hamburger Mary's, which is where we went to a drag brunch on Saturday. And that was like Christmas to me. I fucking loved it. We had mimosas, of course. Of course, all the queens had the best outfits ever. They were all coming out in different sequin outfits. And every time someone would come out in a new one, I'd be like, oh, I need that one. And you're like, you're ridiculous. No, you fucking don't. But yeah, it was so much fun. I really enjoyed the drag show.
1: The music for me is the best part. They always have the best music. They do. It's like a dance party at like nine o'clock in the morning. Yes. It's the best.
0: So we highly recommend Hamburger Mary's if you guys haven't checked it out. Apparently they're like across the US, which you didn't even know. No. I knew that there were a couple of them, but there's like, they're all over.
1: Yeah, I had no idea, but it was a very cool place. Almost like 70s style, 60 or 70s style diner setup. It was just over the top in every imaginable way. And it was great.
0: We still have not made it to Palace in Miami, which no. apparently is the best drag shows of all time. Well,
1: we tried, but we couldn't get in because it was packed <laughs> when we were in Miami.
0: Hundreds of people on that patio. Yeah,
1: but it was—it looked very extra and a lot, like a lot of fun.
0: Well, drag shows are extra in general, which is why I fucking love them. I know. <laughs> I would be a drag queen if I could. (laughs) Yeah, I I keep telling you like, what's the, what's the female equivalent of a drag queen? You're like, there isn't one. I don't believe there is. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. And you could
1: just get dressed up and dance with them, I guess. I mean, who cares?
0: Would they let me? That's what I'm saying. I I just, I want to be welcomed into their world for a couple of hours. I know. I, I don't know. think let they'll them let do me. your hair and
1: makeup. Go, you would love it.
0: <laughs> oh my God, I'd be in heaven. Yeah,
1: it was so much fun. There was It definitely was a highlight of being here. And unfortunately, we did not find out about Church Street, as you mentioned, because no one wanted to give up that information. They're keeping it to themselves. They keep the tourists out, evidently.
0: Yeah, they're like, keep your asses at Disney Springs. We don't want you here. Yeah. Disney Springs is also cool, but it's like the most touristy area besides actual Disney World you could possibly imagine.
1: Yeah, but it's also, I mean, it's very family friendly, obviously. When we were there, it was really hot. It's overwhelming. There's so many
0: people. They do have a lot of booze though, which Disney Lots World doesn't really, Epcot did, but at Disney Springs, you can get like frozen beer yeah, everything. and just margaritas like in little kiosks. I mean, they don't fuck around with their booze at Disney Springs. No, no. They
1: take they take the drink seriously.
0: I think it's mostly because people take their kids to Disney during the day and then at night they're like, I need a fucking drink well, or five. There,
1: that's why there should be a bar at every Chuck E. Cheese.
0: <laughs> I think there is. You can get beer there.
1: But I need liquor. Oh, hard liquor. You need the hard shit yeah, to deal absolutely. with. absolutely. Chuck e. yeah, cheese, absolutely so
0: <laughs> that's very true yeah. i don't blame you at all if i had to go to chuck e cheese i would have to be intoxicated yeah
1: if you don't have bourbon i can't fuck around with chuck e cheese
0: we drove drove by this water park the other day and it was covered in kids i'm saying literally fucking covered yeah. and i was like fuck no that's my hell yeah. once again that's the type of place that i'd have to be like out of my mind intoxicated to even step foot there yeah like
1: mini golf if mini golf doesn't have a bar can't go
0: yeah, I know. We wanted to go mini golfing here, but I was like, I'd like to have a margarita while I mini golf. That's yeah. apparently not a thing.
1: Not, no, no, not in the land of Mickey. You know? <laughs> no, I don't think they, they don't, don't encourage that. that shit. No, no, not so much. Oddly enough.
0: Yeah. Well, we're moving from Orlando to Tampa very shortly. Yes. Our time at the lake has come to an end.
1: Not soon enough, quite <laughs> frankly. I mean, it's, listen, it's serene. It's quiet. It's it's pretty, especially in the mornings. But uh, it's like wild kingdom here. You're dodging gators, and uh,
0: not really dodging gators necessarily. Although there is like an eight foot oh, one, and we're well, pretty sure that she or he wants to eat Lola. Well,
1: now that they've cleaned up this lakeshore, which they've been doing for the past four days with this amazing amphibious machine, now they don't know the gators don't know where to go. They're just kind of run, they're just roaming around because all of their kind of natural habitat has been removed. So they're a little bit more active. And that one was big. That sucker was about seven foot.
0: Yeah. This is definitely the type of place you go for like a weekend because you want to just completely disconnect. You don't want yeah. to have phone service. I mean, there is phone service here, but it's that kind of place where you yeah. just want to kind of get away from the world. And it's great for a weekend, but we have been here for over a month now. Yes.
1: We extended it a little bit because we have an event coming up, of course, and we wanted to stay a little longer, closer, but yeah, I'm ready to get to a new area. It's going to be a nude resort, which is very exciting to me and closer to Tampa and I'm, I'm anxious to see what everyone's talking about. Everyone raves about Tampa. I have not been in probably 20 years.
0: Yeah. The people that live in Tampa are fucking passionate about their city. And that tells me a lot because there are definitely places where we've been or we plan to go and we ask people about it and they're like, eh, it's okay. Or it's kind of dull around here. Like the people that live there don't like it. That is not the case with Tampa.
1: No, no. We, matter of fact, I've been corresponding with a gentleman. He is partnered. They are a bisexual couple and hopefully we're going to get a chance to meet them. They have offered to be our tour guides, and everyone's very excited about Tampa. Anyone that lives there is really excited about it.
0: Yeah, and we've also done, in my opinion, a really good job of being proactive, trying to network with some people before we get to Tampa. So we've already made some contacts, and I am excited about the lifestyle scene there too, because it seems like it's varied. It's yeah. There's a lot of variety in terms of age and experience levels and interests and types of play, and yeah, it, it feels much more of like a funky scene to me altogether, which definitely lends itself to a lot more kind of fun lifestyle activity. So I'm excited to see if that's truly the case when we get there.
1: Yeah, It seems like a much more diverse kind of population.
0: Yes. And a lot of people closer to my age, which of course we've talked about, you know, I appreciate that. Not that I can't connect with older people, obviously, because I do, but it's always nice to be surrounded by people your own age that kind of understand your own references and that kind of shit. Yeah. So we've also talked about doing some meetups when we're in Tampa. There is a poly group, for example, that that is starting to do some in-person, socially distanced events. And I, I would really like to do that. Yeah,
1: we've been corresponding with some of those folks, and they're very active. Of course, digitally, we're doing some virtual stuff. But yeah, I would like to get in front of some of those people when we can. As soon as we get there and we can set something up, it would be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that, too. Just new experiences. It's going to be a different place than we've been, obviously. So it, we'll have the opportunity, I think, to meet some very interesting people.
0: Yeah, we've lived the retiree life. Now, yeah. now we're ready for a different life. It is
1: not for me. <laughs> I'm clearly not ready for this way of life just yet. It's just really, it's very slow low is all it is. It's just slow.
0: Yeah. In fact, we've talked about you're only four years away from everything in Florida is 55 plus. Like right. if you're going to live in one of the retirement areas or the the communities geared towards the older crowd, it's all 55 plus. And I'm like, oh, you're only four years away. And a lot of them are less expensive, so that's great. But yeah. I don't think I can be surrounded by retirees. Yeah, I'm too fucking young for that.
1: No, listen, I can't be. You know, it's crazy. It's just, it's very nice. As, as I said, very serene, very quiet, very picturesque. Actually, if you're a lake person and you you. Dig that! It's very pretty, but just not a lot going on. Not (laughs) not super exciting here. No. No. You know, so anyway, I'm looking forward to Tampa. I'm looking forward to being naked in the resort and spending some time around uh, nudists. It should be fun.
0: Yeah, and I'm really excited for the West Coast of Florida beaches. Yeah. We are going to hopefully hit up as many of them as possible. We're really excited to check out Clearwater because pretty much everyone in the area tells us that is the beach to go to. Yep. And of course, you love the beach. I and do. we spend our time at the beaches very fucking differently. We do. But <laughs> you just lay there in the sun and I want Want to act like a five-year-old child, but we'll, we'll have to figure it out. And I'm excited to to get back to the beach and be closer to it.
1: Me too. It's just my happy place. Now, if I could be nude and on the beach, now now we're talking. we
0: we've been an hour away from a nude beach and we I haven't know. gone. We
1: haven't gone yet. Well, we opted to go somewhere else. Unfortunately, <laughs> wasn't an awesome experience. Should have gone to the nude beach in hindsight, but we will. We'll get there for sure.
0: I think there's probably some on the west coast too. I would
1: imagine. Yeah,
0: well, I know that there's an awesome one down south but it's almost to miami holover yeah. beach i think holover. it's called yeah yeah.
1: we were very close to it when we were in miami yeah, yeah. absolutely well one way or another we're going to figure it out but i'm looking forward to it sun and uh nudity uh, that's kind of my it's kind of my jam
0: yeah, well, the place we're going has like a basketball court and a tennis court, and you can be naked the whole time. I want to see people playing naked basketball. And, I need to see this and naked tennis for
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's not like you can be naked; you have to be naked. It's like it's like part in of the certain deal. areas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a blast. Either <laughs> way, it's going to be a good time.
0: And we're going to be near a pool all the time, which I'm yeah, really excited for. Yeah.
1: Do you know how tan I'm going to be?
0: Yeah, I know. You're just going to lay out all the time. That's the other thing about the lake is you can't get in the lake. There's fucking no. Gators. No. So it's like you can't just, you know, be out here with your shirt off. No. And getting tan. You can't swim. It's, you know, you're limited. That's why a lot of retirees live here. They like to boat and garden.
1: And golf cart. They have a lot of golf carts here. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, looking forward to the move. We do have a lot of cool stuff happening. I have just recorded, I guess let's call it a trial run of an episode of a podcast that I'm going to be doing, a collaborative effort with a couple of other gentlemen, lifestyle gentlemen. Hell yes. And I am really fucking pumped about it. Can't give you too much information. It's not going to be ready yet. The pilot episode will come out soon. We are just kind of getting the kinks worked out no pun intended (laughs) Um, but it's going to be a really very cool fucking project. I'm looking forward to it.
0: I am so excited. I'm excited to see how passionate you are about it. You're very excited. You talk about it all the time. And that's really cool to see. A, because of course I want you to be passionate about the things you're doing, but it's also a turn on to see you like so into something. And I don't know. I'm just really excited for it to come out.
1: Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. You got to hear a little bit of the initial recording. We just were just kind of testing the water a little bit, but it's going to be a lot of interesting content. And I think we're going to reach a lot of people. It's going to be
0: a good time. I agree. So One of the other things that has been happening in our lives, I should say, my life more specifically lately, is you guys know from listening to our show that I am interested in the prospect of interacting with a couple and you know, fucking them. (laughs) And I really wanted to happen. I've had a couple of soft swap experiences. You guys heard about my hot Miami experience. And then more recently, I had kind of another soft swap experience with a couple. And both of them were great. And it leads me to believe that I would really be turned on by being with a couple. I think the idea of, you know, I mean, I am kind of a spoiled brat. And so that whole thing of being showered with attention, both by a man and a woman, and also the masculine and feminine energy at the same time, I'm very turned on by that concept and from what you've told me, it seems like you're really turned on by it too.
1: Yeah, I absolutely enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the opportunity you had in uh, Miami when you were there for work last year. I thought it was very hot. The idea that you're kind of the center of attention, very cool to me.
0: And the last time that we talked about it on the podcast, I'll also say I got lots of messages from couples saying, oh, we'll totally be your first couple. A couple of them even invited me out like to fly me to where they are. I am so fucking flattered by that. Just so you guys know, I wanted to say thank you for all of the offers. I am appreciative more than you will know. But I'm looking for something very kind of specific. Yeah, so I put out a couple of ads. I put out one here in Orlando and one in Tampa, and I kind of clearly outlined I'm looking for specific. specific age ranges, also experience levels, nothing against kind of newbie couples, but I'm not looking for that scenario right now. I want people who have some experiences under their belt and have been with single women in the past and it hasn't been weird for them. And I also wanted to have kind of a a specific scenario in terms of where play happens. I don't love the idea of going into someone else's space to play with them on the first time for this particular situation, because it's so new for me and I'm not super comfortable with the whole thing yet. So it's like, let's have some common ground, find a kind of a common area, split a hotel room or whatever. And so I've been corresponding with a lot of couples as a result of that. And it's been really interesting because some of them have been great. I've corresponded with some amazing couples. I've had the chance to kind of keep tabs or keep communication open with a lot of them. And hopefully I will get to meet them over time. But some of these couple interactions have been uh challenging? Is that the nice way to put it? Yeah.
1: When you told me about the one line of communication you had with a particular couple and how bad it was and how disrespectful they were, it really got me thinking, that's a single gal, or presumably you're behaving as the single gal in this scenario. And the single guys get it much worse. And, and listen, we give it to them hard, right? We give single guys a hard time, only when they're egregious, when they're really terrible, when we don't think they're taking it seriously, we're really hard on them. However, there are some guys and gals who are earnestly trying to be part of the space in the best possible way, and they should be commended because they put up with a lot of shit.
0: Yes, they do. Now that I have seen it for myself, and like you said, I'm not even getting half of it because I am the single lady. And in a lot of ways, I'm quote unquote coveted already in the lifestyle. Single guys really aren't, at least not by most couples. Of course, we celebrate them wholeheartedly, especially when they're amazing and respectful. But yeah, I mean, I have been dealing with a lot of shit and it makes you go like, wow, is this really how couples treat single people? Obviously, like I said, not everyone, but even the fact that it's happened a few times is like it's jarring to me and it reminds me that you know i think that there are a lot of people out there that think of single people as kind of like their sex pawns right to move around in their little sex game and we're going to cultivate what we want we're not really going to ask you what it is you want and uh, i just think that's so wrong and i i think that the fact that there are single guys out there that have pushed through that who have persevered and have found their way and also have Cultivated like a friend group. We, a lot of our single guy friends, have a lot of lifestyle friends around them. You know, they'll go to events with a group, or they've done just such a good job of finding their tribe, even though there's a large portion of the lifestyle that still doesn't kind of want them there.
1: Yeah. Well, you're going to talk about a uh, situation today that with spoiler alert, you believe is the hottest experience that you've had to date in a lifestyle. One of the gentlemen in particular, your Frenchman friend, he basically in the space for the most part interacts as a single gentleman. Now he is a coupled person, but he and his wife very much play separately and, or at least have been, and he plays as a single guy and he is the most respectful, the picture of what a single guy should be in this space. So there are a lot of very cool, single gentlemen. And they should be, as you said, they should be coveted and respected. And really, you got to admire them because they get a lot of shit. Yeah, they get they take a lot of shit, particularly from couples. And it's that hierarchy, right? It's the the swinger purist concept of hierarchy in the space. It's couples, single gals, single guys, if they entertain them at all. And they're at the bottom of the of the totem pole. So, you know, they just get the bulk of the shit.
0: Yeah. So I think single guy tip of the week from my perspective is like, if you are one of those guys who has the right intentions and earnestly wants to be a part of this space, just push through and realize you're going to deal with some shit. And it's unfortunate. And we wish you wouldn't have to, but you're going to have to. And eventually you will find couples that truly appreciate you.
1: Yeah, we certainly do. And I mean, I don't think a couple appreciate single guys, quality single guys more than we do. It's how we got into the space and were it not for single guys. We might not be in the space, or certainly not to the extent that we are now, or at least in the same place.
0: If we were only dealing with couples, I don't think we'd be in this lifestyle.
1: No, because, because-
0: we had some not bad experiences, but just not the right experiences for us in the beginning. A lot of the same room play that we did, for example, was very uncomfortable. And it was really the single guy experiences, me playing with single guys that kept us on this path. A
1: hundred percent. If were it not for single men in this space- our journey would look very different at this
0: Yeah, it really, different. it's so interesting to think about, but it totally would.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And again, something to be said for the quality guys who are genuinely interested in participating properly. Yes. They put up with a lot of shit. In fact, they put up with ev- every bit as much as the guys who aren't serious, right? I mean, when you think about it, chances are they're putting up with an equal amount of bullshit and unjustifiably so.
0: Yeah, agreed. So keep your chin up, and if you're an awesome single guy, hit me up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, single guy tip of the week, persevere, push through, get through the bullshit, wade through it, eventually it will be worth it.
0: For sure. I also think it's really interesting how we were talking the other day about how different people get treated in the lifestyle. Like, for example, when you and I go to lifestyle events together, I'm treated very differently than the one time that I was alone at a lifestyle event for a couple of hours. Yep. You were off kind of engaging with someone and I was seen by everyone at the event as a single woman. And I was treated so different. I literally felt like a fucking piece of meat being dangled on a stick.
1: Well, yeah. and In fact, in that room, you were basically, at least from what we could tell, the only seemingly single woman in the room. So you got all the attention.
0: Yeah. But and I appreciated that to some degree, because, you know, like we've said many times before, I'm vain and I'm a compliment whore. And I love that attention. But There were certain comments made in certain situations that happened that were pretty strange and creepy. Yeah. And I don't even think the couple's meant to do it, but it's just this mentality of like, oh, single woman. It's like, you know, blood in the water, sharks rushing to the blood in the water. That's what it felt like.
1: Yeah. It's chum. It's like that. It's a single woman frenzy, right? Oh, there's a single gal. And all of a sudden a light goes off and a siren goes off. You know, it's like. Come on, people. All
0: the arrows pointing at me. Yeah,
1: <laughs> the, the spotlight comes out and you're just, you know, you're highlighted. Like, Jesus, it's just not that serious. Yeah, you know? maybe just
0: come, like, talk to me like a human being. Yeah, want... but
1: it is interesting how you are spoken to uh, as opposed to if you and I are together.
0: Well, the other thing we've talked about is you're kind of intimidating looking. <laughs> so I wonder sometimes if people don't approach us because of that.
1: It's possible, I guess. But the truth is, if you're, if you're with your significant other, I imagine regardless of the situation, people will treat you differently. They're certainly going to speak to you and approach you differently, I would think.
0: Yeah, I don't like that. I think we should all just, you know, try to genuinely connect with each other.
1: Yeah, that would be nice. But yeah, that
0: probably. might be asking a little much. <laughs> probably, probably. But we could we could try, you know, we can push forward. There's a lot of people that do. I'm not saying it's everyone.
1: No, but it is interesting when you kind of behave as a single person, uh, how differently people will treat you in the space. Yeah. You know, there's definitely, a, as I said, there's a hierarchy.
0: Good at, or at bad. A, yeah, yeah.
1: At least a perceived hierarchy by the swinger purists.
0: Yeah. We should get the fuck away from that. Fuck all that. <laughs> we don't do anything by the books anyway. So Who the fuck wants to? It's yeah. no fun. Well, the whole point of this lifestyle is to not do that.
1: Yeah, exactly. So why would we?
0: Yeah. yeah no we're more not, rules.
1: No, yeah, I mean, obviously the the main rules are safety, consent. You know, those are those are steadfast. Those are embedded. That's the general practice. But other than that. I mean, there's no rules. Why we What's
0: with the rules? Yeah. You know? For sure. Yeah,
1: keep it fun. Keep it naked.
0: (laughs) Something fun and naked that we have coming up is this weekend. Yes. It's our Secrets Weekend. Finally, we've been talking about it for weeks, and it is happening in a few short days. The 8th, 9th, and 10th of April. 8th is going to be Newbie Night. It's the perfect time to come check out Secrets Hideaway if you have never been before. We're going to be doing a little tour of the grounds and some giveaways. And then the pool parties are... Friday and Saturday afternoons. You can come and obviously be naked and listen to a DJ. And we're going to have some giveaways from some amazing sponsors. And if you tell secrets that you're with FPS when you either book your room or get your ticket for the event, you are going to be entered to win those awesome prizes. So it's a perfect time to come out, enjoy the sun, get a little Pool action, going, and meet us. And we'd love to meet you as well.
1: Yeah, we're going to have our cabana set up. We're going to be pouring some drinks, having a good time. I will likely be naked. Fair warning. Just just putting that out there. <laughs> so, you know, just so everybody knows. You
0: want to see Brian Schlong, it's the perfect time. Yeah, and
1: if you don't, sorry, because I'm going to be naked. <laughs>
0: You're going to see
1: it. <laughs> yeah, every opportunity I get to be naked at 90 degree uh, weather in the sun, I will take it from this point <laughs> forward.
0: So if you have any questions for us on that, you can email us, mail, M-A-I-L, at swingers, dot com. But yeah, we uh, we have a lot of fun coming up. And we've had a lot of fun lately, which is something we're going to talk about today. Yeah,
1: once again, I, I mentioned this earlier on, that you believe that the story you're going to tell today, that you're going to recount, is the hottest you've had in the lifestyle to date. You said this to me on our way home from said experience. And while I knew it was hot, because I, was, I wasn't I was a witness to it, obviously, but we were all together, and I was kind of hanging out in the periphery with some other very sexy folks. When you came back, you came right up to me, whispered in my ear, you came up from behind me, I was sitting down, and you were like, that was the hottest experience I've ever had. <laughs> and I, of course, turned around and looked at you, like... But that's a bold statement. We've done some pretty naughty shit. Like that was that was it and you're like, "Yeah, that was the hottest experience." I'm referring to it as the international incident.
0: Okay, well, I'm referring to it as the fucking hottest thing I've ever done and I want to do it again immediately. Every time I even think about it, I just beam because it was so fucking fun. So we're going to recount all of that for you guys very soon, but first we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. As a lady, I can't imagine how much it hurts when you have those painful nicks and tugs to your most sensitive area. But I've heard a lot from Brian that it's not an awesome experience. And Manscaped knows that too, which is why they've developed the Lawnmower 3.0. It is beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs.
1: Guys, you know, if you're anything like me, you have been in a situation where you had a less than perfect razor, to go down there and shave the boys. I have certainly m- had my number of nicks and scrapes. Lawnmower 3.0 fixes all of that. Gentlemen, get your balls in shape, get them in check. Get the lawnmower 3.0 and do not worry again about having to scratch the boys.
0: And for you lifestyle folks, you know that below-the-waist grooming is incredibly important, especially as we gear up for summer months and potentially for party season as well. So it's definitely time to get the lawnmower 3.0 today. It has premium technology, including a battery that will last up to 90 minutes, water technology that allows you to shave in the shower, and of course, their LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trim. So if you go to manscaped.com today, you're going to get 20% off the Lawnmower 3.0 and free shipping with the code SWINGERS. Again, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the promo code SWINGERS. Always use the right tools for the job. You guys might know this about me. You might not. But I have a little bit of a professor fantasy. And luckily for me, the Dipsy app has serialized stories, one of which is all about the naughty professor fantasy. It's called Office Hours, and I highly recommend that you check it out. Of course, it's just one of the many things that you're going to find on the Dipsy app. The Dipsy app is full of short audio stories that are designed to turn you on, and you can really curate them to your different interests and fantasies, which I absolutely love. Plus, Dipsy has all of these great bedtime stories to really help you unwind after a long and crazy day. And there's nothing to lose checking out Dipsy for yourself because listeners of our show are going to receive a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com FPS. Again, that's a 30-day free trial when you go to Dipsy D-I-P-S-E-A slash FPS. You're going to want to check this out for yourself. It's awesome. So as mentioned today, we are going to be recounting the international incident, as Brian's calling it. I don't know if incident is the right word. I'm going to say the international I don't know. Affair, international affair. Oh, there we go. That's better. That's what we'll
1: refer to it as. Yeah, (laughs) uh, yeah, I know the broad strokes. I don't have the details as per usual, but I do know that you absolutely believe it's the hottest experience you've ever had because you keep telling me that and we were talking about it while we were having sex. But again, I don't have all of the naughty, juicy details.
0: Yes. Now you do know the big the big piece of this, because I couldn't keep it in. The second we got into the car to come home back to the RV from this experience, I blurted it out to you. Yeah, because
1: I had no idea that's what happened. This is, you know, it was two gentlemen and you, and I thought, okay, cool, threesome, nothing crazy, right? Which
0: also would have been a new experience, because I've never had a threesome with two men in which you were not one of those said two men.
1: Correct. Yes, absolutely. So So, yeah, we had a couple of of firsts here.
0: A lot of firsts, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and the other thing is, I will, I'll just say this, we talked last week about your hotel experience. We had a hotel room for an evening and you played with your friend first and then I played with a new friend after that. And we're absolutely going to recount that because that was also incredibly naughty and hot. But... I am bursting at the fucking seams to tell this story.
1: Yeah, you have to tell. You want to just scream to everyone. You I You want do. to yell at the rooftop.
0: <laughs> I want to get on the table at the next restaurant we go to and tell the yeah. story.
1: Well, it's. I mean, obviously, as I said, I know the broad strokes. I do not have all of these specifics, but it sounds pretty fucking hot to me.
0: Okay, so here's the situation. The Frenchman from a couple episodes ago, he has become a friend and we really enjoy hanging out with him. I also had so many of you reach out with suggestions for French news names to provide for him. Yeah. I think we decided we're going with Pierre just because I think it sounds kind of elegant and he's kind of an elegant guy.
1: He absolutely is. And his his partner, his wife is a lovely person. Oh. We got to meet her and I was actually sitting and hanging out with her and having a drink with her that evening. She is she's a lovely lady.
0: Beautiful inside and out. Yes. yes. And we the whole reason this whole thing happened is because Pierre wanted us to meet his wife. Yes. She does not live in the area right now. They're traveling separately and so she was in town and he really wanted us to meet her and of course we wanted to meet her as well because he's awesome yeah and we were pretty sure she was going to be awesome as a result
1: yeah he's one of the coolest guys we've met in a very long time just a genuinely good person like he'll text me randomly like hey i was just uh, thinking about you guys wanted to make sure you were doing well and just i'm mean, just a really nice person and his wife no exception just a lovely person
0: so he asked us to come meet them and he told us that their friends would be there as well. And we had met his friends once before, twice before, I guess. Twice
1: before. They're also very cool people.
0: Very. They're this wonderful, gorgeous Brazilian couple. He is kind of this muscular, kind of stocky guy, like stocky in a really good way. Very quiet. But very quiet. So completely the opposite of Pierre. I think if Pierre and this Brazilian gentleman, they could not be any more polar opposites.
1: From a standpoint of their personality, their outward personality, they're very different. Yeah, Pierre is bouncing around, talking to everyone, the social butterfly. The Brazilian gentleman, who we have not given a name to yet, is very quiet, very subdued. He's much more like me in those those situations where there's a lot of people. He was just kind of sitting down and observing and, but yeah, they're very different, but both very, very cool guys.
0: So we were sitting, all six of us, it was Pierre and his wife and the wonderful Brazilian couple and you and I sitting together and we were all just having drinks and just really enjoying each other's company. It was so interesting because we kind of realized that there was one let's call it troublemaker in each of the couples. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And it was this really funny kind of realization that most couples, there's one person that's far more outgoing and, like I said, kind of gets everyone into trouble and... In our relationship, that's absolutely me. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, because you're childlike in a lot of ways, and you just get yourself into trouble. And the Brazilian couple, the the female half of that couple, is definitely the troublemaker. Oh yeah, I love her. She walked in. They both walked in. I, we were sitting down. They came in a few minutes after us, and all of a sudden, I get these two hands on my shoulders and this woman making out with me. Yeah, I'm like, who is this person? And then, <laughs> of course, I realized who it was. And it's just her personality. She's hilarious. She's so, so she's funny. definitely the troublemaker. He is not. And in Pierre's relationship, he is most certainly the troublemaker. His wife is very quiet and very subdued, but just a lot of fun, but just very much a kind of a more introverted type person by comparison. So yeah, yeah, definitely uh, it's obvious who the troublemakers are.
0: Yeah, but just to kind of give you an idea of, of what we had going on here, there were so many different dynamics. Everyone is so fun. So just we immediately kind of got comfortable with each other. And you and I don't typically do that with brand new people. It's one of the reasons that we really kind of wait a lot of times to interact with people because we like to feel comfortable with them. That's really important to us. But with this particular situation, I felt comfortable with everyone almost immediately.
1: Well, yeah. Also, I don't know if you noticed or not, but you and I immediately sat on opposite sides of the table. Which we would a big, never do. Yeah, we were at a big round table and we were all kind of, it was kind of like boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl going around the table. But you and I were sitting across from each other. We couldn't have been further apart and we never do that. Yeah. That's how comfortable we were in this group.
0: That tells you a lot. Yeah. So Pierre and I are, of course, flirting like crazy. I think at one point he and I went and used the restroom at the same time and he actually grabbed me and was like, can I kiss you? And I was like, absolutely. That kind of set the mood for this entire thing because right. he was being very overt Flirtatious, he was touching me a lot, making it very clear he kind of wanted me. So we were near the restrooms, just straight up making out at one point. Okay, That's,
1: I didn't know that. That's yeah. awesome.
0: He grabbed me by the waist and pulled me in, almost by my hair. It was very kind of forceful and sexy. Oh, it was hot. So he and I go back to the table, and I, then I kind of start flirting a little bit with this Brazilian gentleman. I still don't know what to call him. I don't. I don't know many uh, authentic Brazilian names. I,
1: I, I'm not really sure. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm thinking of what he looks. Like But I can't really put a name to the face yet.
0: Oh, should we just call him what I think he looks like? Like I think he looks like maybe a like a Joe.
1: He does not look like a Joe. No,
0: okay. Jose,
1: Jose, I think is Brazilian. Jose. Jose? Jose is Brazilian.
0: Okay, yeah. let's go with Jose and Pierre. Okay. Okay, okay, so Jose and I are kind of flirting with uh, with each other a little bit, but he's so quiet. And at one point he leans in and he's like, you look really pretty tonight. And I was like, thank you so much. I said, I can't tell if you are interested in me or not because you're so quiet with me. And he's like, oh, I'm I'm really interested, but I am just so quiet. And unless I, you know, get really comfortable and usually have a drink or two in me, it's just, you know, I'm really standoffish. And I'm like, Well, oh, that's yeah, it's okay. It's a slow
1: starter. I'm, I'm with him. I'm, I. am I feel the same way. I'm not exactly jumping out of the gate instantly. So yeah, I get it.
0: Yeah, but I like that I had the balls to say that because it made it feel as if it kind of broke the ice a little bit at least. And then a little while later, he asked if I would go to the bar with him and grab a drink. Right. So there's this, you know, outdoor bar and we went and we we're standing over there and just talking and he's so sweet. He's just a really genuinely nice person. He's paying me compliments. He's talking about how much he enjoys you and thinks that you're just this like manly man and how he really appreciates that. And, and then strong silent type (laughs) kind of out of nowhere he just asked if he can kiss me and i was like sure and once again with his personality i was expecting maybe like a peck here or there or you know maybe just like a little bit of making out oh no we were straight up tonguing each other at this fucking bar and of course there's people everywhere there's oh yeah i mean we have an audience we have a straight up audience people are peering in watching this entire thing we don't give a fuck there are hands everywhere he is putting his hands through my hair. In fact, I think I had pigtails in. You did. You did your hair and pigtails. he pulled one of my pigtails to like bring me in closer, which I thought was so fucking hot. Again, totally not what I would expect from him. Yeah,
1: and I had no idea. I obviously couldn't see. You guys are too far away. And frankly, I was engaged with the, the ladies at the table at the time and just having a good time with them. So yeah, I thought that was cool. You guys just kind of got up and walked away and did your thing. And I had no idea what was going on. Of course, you came back with drinks, so I assume that's what you did. But I had no <laughs> idea there was anything else happening.
0: So we came back to the table. Table, and we're all just kind of finishing another drink. And Pierre and I are still flirting with each other a lot. He kind of rubbed my leg a little bit under the table and kind of gave me a little wink. He's very charming in that way. He really is. And then Jose was kind of being flirty, giving me some flirty looks. But I just kept thinking to myself, like, how do I actually make this happen? Because I knew I wanted them both.
1: Well, at this point, you're sitting in between the two of them.
0: Yes. And there's a lot of just like sexual energy going back and forth. And I, I should also say that. This entire thing is prefaced by Pierre telling me on a previous day to this that he thought it would be really hot for the three of us to get together, as in Jose, Pierre, and myself.
1: Yeah, this was a conversation you guys had already had. Yes. In fact, he had that conversation with me before you guys ever played. Yes. So it was, yeah, it's not like this is out of left field.
0: No, no, no. But I, I was sitting there going, okay, how are we actually going to put this together? Who's who's going to make the first fucking move to make this happen? Because I also knew you're a pumpkin and it was getting late and yeah. <laughs> when it's midnight, you are fucking done. So I'm, I'm checked out. I'm looking at my phone going, oh my God, we are inching way too close <laughs> to the time that well, Brian's going to want to leave.
1: Yeah, well, what's ironic is when you think about it, I did not, I, first of all, we were at home, we were relaxing. This was a last minute trip that we took to meet these folks into town because we weren't planning on doing anything that evening. We had worked all day. We just weren't going to do anything. So I was already, I had resigned myself to the fact that I'm going to get uh, comfortable and we're just going to hang out.
0: Did you already have like your lounge pants on? I think everything? I
1: probably did Had flannels <laughs> on. And so when you were like, Hey, uh, Pierre wants to know if I'm like, Oh God. Uh, okay. I mean, you were excited about it and I'm like, all right, but we are not staying out late. It's like midnight and we got to get the fuck out of there because we got a you know 45 minute drive back to where we had to be. So that was the plan anyway. Of course, you know, you know what happens with plans.
0: Yeah. Well, I was excited because Pierre had really set the scene for me to have two cocks that evening. Yeah. So I was pretty sure that was going to happen. I should also say, back up a little bit, Jose's wife actually...
1: Yeah, she orchestrated this, Texted me, so she
0: and I had exchanged numbers the previous time that we had met, and she was the one that texted me and was like, I really think that you and Jose should hook up tonight. I know that he really wants it. And I was like, oh, that was what made me think that, okay, this guy wants me too. He thinks I'm attractive too. So that's also kind of why I had the balls to start orchestrating this entire thing. Yeah,
1: she's definitely, you know, she will definitely instigate much like you. She kind of starts to, stokes the fire, which is kind of cool. I like her, she's so sweet.
0: Yeah, so at one point, though, I did come up to you and I whispered in your ear and I was like, I really want to hook up with the guys, but I don't know how to make this happen. And you were like, just fucking make it happen. Like, just tell them what you want. And I was like, okay. Yeah, it
1: does not seem that far out of left field. Like they're both into it. I know they are because they told me they were. So yeah, absolutely. Make it happen.
0: So at one point it was actually pretty easy because Pierre and Jose decided to sit next to each other and they were kind of talking to each other. And I sat near Jose. So I could lean into both of them right. and I finally just whispered like, "So, what are the chances that the three of us can spend a little time together?" And immediately they both lit up and we're like, "Yeah, let's do it." Yeah. I was like, "Okay, good." <laughs> so, the three of us kind of communicated with the spouses <laughs> and told you we were leaving. How did that feel, by the way, me leaving with two guys instead of one? Well, I
1: kind of figured that was where this was headed anyway. Of course, again, I'm thinking, "Cool." threesome Brennan two dudes this is going to be a first because I'm not one of them you know very cool meanwhile I was hanging out with their you know significant others having a great time they were just a riot and it was great I thought it was very hot so I figured you'd be back in 30 minutes an hour or whatever and then we'd have a hot experience to talk about little did I know
0: yeah, so we're walking to the room together. We're all kind of arm in arm. I i think at one point I was holding Pierre's hand and then I kind of swished him. Jose was rubbing my back and I kind of like grabbed his hand and put it around me closer and just being very flirtatious and touchy with each other. Pierre did say something about, oh, are we going to finally try our DP tonight? Because it, the running joke has always been that they're the perfect DP team. Right. That they should start a DP business or something. Yeah, I told
1: him to get business cards.
0: And I was like, oh, I'm totally about that. And I, I would, I love DPs, but I also have to, obviously prepare myself. I wear a plug if I'm going to have anal. So right. I was not physically prepared for a DP that evening because once again this was so last minute. We just ran out the door to yeah. go to this thing. We got
1: dressed in like 30 minutes and hauled ass.
0: So I communicated to him like, yes, one day I totally want to do a DP with you guys, but I'm not ready for anal tonight. And he was like, okay, no problem. So we get back to I it was Jose's room that he and his wife had procured for the evening. And so we get into the room and I don't even Even think we were in there for two minutes and clothes are already starting to come off. And I'm first making out with Pierre, but I'm still kind of touching on Jose. And just like you, I thought this was just going to be a threesome situation. Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me. So that was the mindset that I had. I was really focusing on, you know, paying them both attention and, you know, I was kissing. Pierre and touching Jose and then I would switch I was kissing Jose and touching Pierre they're both such fucking good kissers too but what was really interesting is once again I've never been with two guys before that one of them wasn't you and they are both so different in their approaches to like touching and kissing both amazing but completely different and that was really fun because it was just this constant variety and newness coming from all different directions for me and it was almost overwhelming a little bit just because my mind was like whoa what the fuck well
1: at any point was it had it occurred to you like oh like there's two guys here and one of them isn't me
0: almost the entire time I was thinking about that. Yeah, because it was just so new, but so fucking hot. So I also had this dress on with no panties, of course. Shocker. (laughs) And Pierre laid me down on the bed at one point and just lifts up my dress and remarks on the fact that I have no panties on. He's like, oh, you're so naughty. I was like, yes, I am. And he starts going down on me. And at the same time, Jose comes up and starts making out with me and touching my neck and touching on my tits. I had this really low cut dress on. And he kind of pulls my tits out of it and starts just massaging them and licking on them and kissing them At the same time that pierre is just going to town on my pussy I will say I think he probably eats pussy better than pretty much anyone else i've ever been with
1: So at this moment, of course, you got you're being serviced basically by these two guys What I mean what's going through your mind like this is the first time two guys i'm not one of them where, I mean, what are you thinking? Where's this headed?
0: I Like I said, it was almost overwhelming for me because it was just so much going on. There was so much sensation. They are both touching and kissing me in so many lovely ways that I kind of got lost for a little bit. And they're
1: both still dressed at this point. They're completely dressed. Right.
0: Yes. But yeah, it was it was very sexy. Obviously, I was thoroughly enjoying myself, but there was a, it was just a lot kind of happening in that beginning. So from there, so Pierre makes me come with his mouth, and very quickly after that, they swap places. So Jose goes down and starts licking my pussy, also fucking amazing at it. He did this really, really nice thing where he was really, like, almost making his tongue hard and more rigid and going all the way around my pussy and then into my pussy and up around my clit. It was very nice. I'm not sure I've ever really felt that technique, or at least not that significant, but I thoroughly enjoyed it and at the same time pierre is now the one up kissing me and touching on my tits at one point he started kind of massaging and grabbing my tits and you know how i am i like them hard grabbed so i grabbed his hands and really like squeezed on my tits and so then from there he was squeezing the crap out of them and just kissing me and i was just basking in all of this male energy and attention and so then jose very quickly makes me come with his mouth and so I've now come twice. <laughs> and you're
1: still dressed, basically. I still,
0: I still have my dress on. And my legs are shaking, and I am just basking in all of this. And so from there, Pierre goes back down between my legs, and... Uh, Jose comes up and I'm like, I want to suck your cock. And he said, okay. So he takes his pants off. I think he might have gotten completely naked in that moment, actually. And I start sucking his cock. It's a gorgeous cock. And I'm playing with his balls and he's making these amazing sounds. And then again, they switch. So now José is between my legs and Pierre brings his cock up to my face and I'm sucking it. And one of the things I love so much about Pierre is when he really enjoys something or like is pleasured, he starts speaking in French.
1: (laughs) Well, of course, it's his native language. So it makes perfect sense that he would just break out in it.
0: I loved it so much. It was so sexy and also just really endearing. It just like kind of made me giggle a little bit. (laughs) I don't know why. I guess just because it's something I'm not used to.
1: Well, yeah, because I don't speak French. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Well, I'm just saying people speaking in different languages in general.
1: Yeah, it's a unique experience, I'm sure. So these guys are both naked at this point. They've both brought you to orgasm. You're sucking cock all over the place. Yes. What are you thinking at this? I mean, again, you're still thinking, well, neither of these gentlemen are me. How weird is this for you?
0: It's not. I mean, at that point, I was getting really comfortable with it. And I think what made me realize how comfortable I was was when Pierre told me to stand up at the edge of the bed and he went to go take my dress off. Again, I am you know, usually a little strange about getting completely naked in situations. I usually bring lingerie with me. I just get so fucking in my head about it. Not in this case. I let him pull that dress off so fucking fast. I took my own bra off. I am standing there butt naked and I am not even thinking about it. At this point, I'm just thinking about the fact that I want cock. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: well, there's two of them to choose from. So.
0: so at this point, I am laid horizontally on the bed. So across the bed, it's a a queen size bed. So I can, uh, you know, I'm short. I can get most of the way across it. And I am sucking Pierre's cock and Jose is playing with me from behind. He's fingering me. He's touching my ass.
1: You're in your stomach.
0: Yes. And he's remarking about how, like, my ass looks nice and, like, oh, I like these thighs. And he's grabbing onto them and just being really nice with me from behind. And once again, I am deep throating Pierre's cock like crazy. And then I switch. I turn around and I start sucking Jose's cock. And Pierre asked me if he can enter me from behind with a condom. And I love that. He also said, because I can't see him, he said, Do you mind if I put on a condom and fuck you? And I was like, That is so fucking hot. Not only is it consent you know the actual act but he's letting me know he's going to put on a condom yeah that's very cool yeah once again just proves like he he gets it he isn't a single guy but operating in this situation as a single guy and like truly wants me to feel comfortable for sure which was cool so he puts on a condom i am flat on my stomach so he basically mounts on top of me from behind and pushes into me and by this point i am soaking wet i can feel the bed underneath me getting wet and this is before he's even fucking me this is just from them eating me out and touching me in the excitement of the whole thing and he starts fucking me from behind while I'm still deep-throating Jose as deep as I can, playing with his balls and I think I was just so worked up in that moment. I honestly don't think he was fucking me for 30 seconds and I came again.
1: Well, at that point, your your mind just must have been going crazy oh. with all of the sensations taking place, It right? was so
0: fucking hot. And I'm so attracted to both of them, too, like yeah, on they're top they're both great looking guys. So attractive. So that went on for quite a while. And then once again, I swapped. So, so are I, you
1: turning around? Are they turning you around? Are they asking point, you to turn
0: around? Up to this point, I was the one kind of flip-flopping back and forth. But once the fucking started, they started swapping back and forth, which I also appreciated because if I had... Had to you know get back down and move around with my legs shaking the way they were and everything it would have been a struggle. Yeah. So at this point they swap. So Jose comes to the other side of the bed and now my mouth is right near Pierre and I'm sucking him and Jose enters me from behind and he's fucking me so so hard it is so hot and I are you
1: in the same position you were with Pierre.
0: Uh, sort of I was a little bit more up more so in like a you know doggy style position versus right. flat down with uh, Jose which I really liked because he has a really nicely shaped cock and in that position it was just hitting exactly where I wanted to and he also was grabbing my ass from behind he must be an ass man because he was he was into it he, very much so remarking marking on my ass and about the jiggle of my ass Well, his partner's that.
1: got a great ass too. So. she
0: does yeah for sure so he must appreciate that so that went on for quite a while it was a lot of fucking i remember very specifically too i was sucking pierre's cock and he stopped me from sucking his cock he kind of pulled my mouth off of him and started making out with me while i'm getting fucked from behind and it was so sensual i'm not even really sure how to describe it but it was just I don't know, Primal. raw. It was. It was just like there were no parameters in that moment. It was just, you know, hands everywhere and he's making out with me. I think mostly what it was is I could tell he really wanted me in that moment. You could tell he was very attracted to me, wanted me sexually, wanted to be inside of me again. Maybe that's what it was, like an unspoken competition almost between the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying that that's how they were thinking of it, but just maybe like a, a subliminal thing laying under the surface. Oh,
1: it's that energy, right? You got two guys, one woman. Obviously, they both want the same thing, and yeah. So there's, there's, I think a little bit of that probably unconsciousness of, about it. Oh, so fucking hot.
0: So then, this is where it gets fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is what I guess this is what made you say this was the hottest experience to date.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure up to this point people are like, yeah, that's really hot. Okay, why is it the hottest? Okay, well I'm gonna tell you, okay, because both of them stop fucking me, I stop sucking cock. I am just kind of at this point. I I think I was on my back, just laying on the bed. Right. And Pierre goes, so what do you think we should do from here? And he's talking to Jose, not right. necessarily to me. And Jose kind of like gives him this look and like shrugs his shoulders. And Pierre's like, I think we should DVP you. And he says that to me. And I was like, okay.
1: <laughs> so Pierre said it, it was his idea.
0: Yeah, it was 100% his but idea. But these
1: two certainly already kind of had in their mind that this might be a possibility, provided think- you were good with it.
0: Yeah, and I will also say they're friends. I mean, they're very comfortable with each other. These are not two strangers. So I'm sure for them, this is just kind of a comfortable thing. I will also say the whole concept of DVP is taboo for reasons, obvious reasons, I guess. But I think it is so sexy that these two men who present as straight, who uh, up to this point have told me that they are straight, are so comfortable with each other and with their own sexualities that they can do this. And it's just not that big of a deal.
1: Well, not only is it not a big deal, it's for them it was preferred they wanted to do it yeah you know this is like this is their thing yeah you know it's team dvp
0: yeah for those know? of you who don't know what that is double vaginal penetration in other words both cocks in your pussy at the same time i'm pretty
1: sure everyone that listens to this show knows what that means well, But I, you know, I don't know I'm with we you. have
0: some soccer moms and some people that listen to us i know we do maybe they don't okay fair <laughs> enough So yes, I have never done that before. Clint and I talked about that several times when we were back in Montana. In fact, there was one time when he was trying to DVP me with a dildo. So it was him inside of me at the top. And then he was trying to like insert the dildo below his cock. And I was just too tight. And so this whole time I thought I can't DVP. So I was nervous about this whole thing, but spoiler alert, we fucking made it work.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like you did. So tell me exactly how this happened. Where, where, Give me the logistics of this.
0: Okay. So first I will say, I told them that I was a little bit concerned about being too tight. So Pierre started fingering me and he was fingering me with like three or four, even maybe even four fingers at one point. And he was like, you're wet enough that I think you're going to be just fine. <laughs> I was like, probably.
1: He's the so, expert. I guess Well, he, he should know.
0: After he fingered me for a little bit, he asked me to lay on top of him. So he gets on his back. and So Pierre is on his back. Pierre is on his back. I am basically riding him. I get on top of him. I get down onto his cock and I'm just riding him for a little while. I can feel Jose from behind. He's kind of like touching my back and grabbing onto my hair a little bit, but he hasn't tried to enter me or anything yet, right? And they're both wearing condoms. And so Jose, finally, I can feel him put his head of his cock, you know, right down by my pussy. And I did kind of tense up a little bit. I think Pierre told me to relax a couple of times. Sure. And then Jose just very slowly enters from behind. So it's just like a DP would work except both cocks are in my pussy. Right. And It was very full. It was an amazing sensation. It was slightly painful at first, but once we kind of got a rhythm going and I just allowed myself to stop worrying and let go, it was so full. Fucking hot because once again, I'm thinking in my mind, this is so fucking new. This is something I've never done before. I was not expecting it. This was basically a complete surprise. It was not something Pierre and I had talked about before or anything like that. So it just kind of came out of nowhere and it was so sexy. Well,
1: I would imagine the rhythm is the key, right? So these guys obviously are friends, but uh, I don't know whether they've done this before or not. Honestly, it was just kind of a, an ongoing joke that we were having with each other about team DVP as they refer to one another. No, Team DP. Team DP. Once they got into a rhythm, I imagine it was pretty fucking intense.
0: Yeah, so it was almost like a seesaw motion. They couldn't both go in at the same time. Right. So it was like in, kind of out, then in, then out, back and forth between the two of them. And yeah, they were definitely finding a rhythm and it was really nice. I did push Jose out a couple of times, but he was pretty quick to get back in. Yeah, I'm sure. And it was hot. and We did it for quite a while and I finally came while they were both inside of me and it was so hot because I was so full. And just at that moment, they could both tell that I was getting ready ready to orgasm. You know, my body starts to shake and, and all of that. I'm moaning louder. So they are both inside of me and they kind of both just sit still and allow me to come kind of around them, squeeze around both of their cocks as I'm contracting with my orgasm Holy fucking shit. It was amazing. Yeah, and you,
1: again, clench really hard. That must have been something.
0: I'm sure it was. They both seemed to thoroughly enjoy it as soon as I was coming and they could feel the clench. They both just let out this amazing moan. Yeah, I
1: mean it's just so I can't imagine whether it's like being that full because I mean you're you clench really fucking hard. Yeah. I don't know how that I don't know how that must have felt.
0: It was so hot. So, I mean, it did, the actual DVP didn't last super long because it is. It's a lot to take. Once you get going, it's not painful, but if I were going to do it for 20 or 30 minutes, there's no way. Yeah. I mean, I would just be so sore. So we stopped and neither of them had come at that point. And this is the other thing that I just loved about this whole experience is they had not come. I had come so many times up to that point. So, of course, I offered to finish them off. I was like, you know, I can suck you or whatever you want. And both of them were like, no, it's okay. Like, we just wanted to have this experience with you and wanted to make it all about you. And I fucking loved that. I loved it. I thought it was so sweet. I thought it was so just, you know, a reminder that they actually cared about me in that moment. Like they yeah. wanted it to be a fun, awesome experience for me. And they were putting that as first priority. Yeah,
1: quite chivalrous for the both of them. I think that's really very cool. I wasn't aware of that.
0: Yeah, I just thought that was awesome. And and like I said, it was also, it was the two things combined. The fact that it was this hot, amazing new experience for me. It was so comfortable. Coupled with the fact that at the end they really wanted to make it about me and they they cared more about that than anything else.
1: Well, what I think was interesting is after this obviously this experience and I was not aware fully of what had happened at that point when you guys came back to the table we all were just sitting there for again another thirty or forty five minutes we had a drink and just kind of laughing and no no weirdness no awkwardness at all it was just a very comfortable experience with everybody.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, both of the other spouses, the wives, were just totally okay with it too. It was just so chill the energy the vibes were still great there was no weirdness yeah I loved this experience I fucking loved every second of it I loved that these two men were comfortable enough with themselves and with each other to be able to provide this experience for me and for each other I mean it sounds like they seemed like they had a really great time as well
1: yeah I mean Pierre texted me the next day and was just like oh thank you so much we really appreciate you guys coming out Brenner's awesome and thank you for being a part of it and I mean very complimentary and, and grateful that the experience had taken place.
0: Yeah and I do I appreciated very greatly that these two men were people that are not so caught up on the male-on-male contact thing obviously no, not at all not at and all. I really wish more people in the lifestyle would be like that not necessarily for the purposes of DVP but just to be more comfortable and more open to experiences
1: yeah conversation I'm, I literally just had right about the male sexuality and the level of comfort that that guys have in this space with each other it's a little strange sometimes yeah and then you come across two guys like this and it's like, oh well clearly they're they're not the norm, which is awesome.
0: Yeah. You know? So that was my hot DVP experience, and I'm very excited to see Pierre again. He's actually coming this weekend. Yes. I believe Jose is as well, so I'll be able to see both of them again. Not necessarily another DVP, but right. just to see them again because I honestly appreciate them as people. I think they're wonderful, and the fact that they were able to provide this experience for me means a lot.
1: Yeah, me too. I had a great time. It was really nice to get to meet Pierre's wife. She's, she's as I said, a very lovely person. Uh, Jose's wife is the elect. Of the party. Uh, She is a riot, so I can't wait to see them both again. It's going to be a good time this weekend. Really looking forward to it. And looking forward to your next DVP or DP or whatever it might be.
0: Well, I think the other thing that this experience kind of reminded us of is how much we love having new hot wife experiences. Exactly. And how there's still a lot of things to experience if we just kind of open ourselves up to it. I think the other thing is, and we both agreed on this, yes, we like our schedule and we like our routine, but sometimes when you allow yourself to step out of said routine, really fucking good things can happen. And this was a perfect example. If we had stayed home that night, I would have missed out on a DVP with two hot guys.
1: Yeah. And and let's... Let's be honest, we did not get back to our place until about 1 30 in the morning. So we were a little later than expected, but well worth it when you think about it, because we weren't going to do anything.
0: Are you turned on right now by this whole thing? Now yeah. that you know all the details.
1: Yeah, it's super fucking hot. I'm I just like the fact that you were basically you were being catered to the entire time. You were the, the center of attention, you were the focus of the attention. And the fact that these guys were not overtly concerned about their own ultimate satisfaction, but more to provide an experience for you, and of course to enjoy the experience, but I, I think that's really very cool. That that speaks volumes about their character.
0: I agree. Good dudes and an amazing experience. I hope you guys liked hearing it as much as even a tenth as much as I enjoyed experiencing it. <laughs> yeah, and telling
1: it, obviously.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, this entire time I'm sitting across from you with like this big shit-eating grin on my face. Yeah,
1: well, I, listen, I have no doubt that uh, Pierre and Jose and myself will be talking about this this weekend, and who knows what they may have in store. They may have some other ideas for you too. You never know.
0: I mean, maybe we do a DP this time. Maybe. It's been a hot minute since I've DP'd. Me and Clint. I've been DP'd. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Me and Clint, right? Wasn't that the last time?
0: <laughs> yeah. And that was like a, over a year ago.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. That was very so, hot.
0: It was. I would like to do it again. I. There is something very sexy to me about the male energy being so... Magnified when there's two guys instead of one. Yeah, very it's,
1: prevalent when you've got two men.
0: Yeah, it's very just. It's this kind of dominating energy, even if the people involved aren't super dominant, and it just turns me on. And it was awesome.
1: Yeah, it's 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 an experience that a lot of people miss out on, unfortunately, because you know the single guy thing kind of isn't in everyone's wheelhouse a lot of times, or it just is difficult for people to kind of put together. But yeah, the idea that my partner was satiated in that way by two men, you know, neither of them me is very, very, very sexy.
0: Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it too. <laughs> so hopefully lots more sexy hot wife experiences to come. Obviously, we still have the other half of the hotel experience with my very new cool. friend to share with you. Yeah. And they become good friends as well. We're really excited to see them again this weekend. And we saw them a couple of weekends ago for yeah, his birthday. Fun.
1: Very fun people.
0: Yeah, they've just, they've become friends and he's awesome. And you will hear about that shortly as well. Yeah,
1: and you also potentially are meeting a single guy Wednesday. That you were corresponding yes. with last night.
0: Yes. Another yeah. international gentleman. Yes. Which yes. I'm yeah. excited about. Can't
1: can't do a lot of travel, but you know, your pa- your sexual passport's getting stamped.
0: It sure is. All over the place. Yeah. I should have one of those. You <laughs> <We> totally should. <laughs> should. We should
1: make one of those. We should
0: make that up. Yeah, I like absolutely. that idea. A
1: sexual passport. <laughs> yeah, I dig it.
0: Yeah, so stay tuned. Yeah,
1: trademark pending.
0: Guys, if you like the show, if you listen every week, we would really appreciate you considering joining our Patreon community. It is a huge part of why we're able to do this full-time and to focus on our content creation as much as we do. So please consider joining us at Patreon, dot com slash Front Porch Swingers. We provide all sorts of bonuses as a thank you for joining us there, and you can see all of them once again at Patreon.com slash Front Porch Swingers. And our newest Patreon members this week, week are Nicole, Kendall Cherie, Rare Avatar, Joey, and Kieran. Thank you so much for jumping on board with us. It's so cool to see so many new faces on there, and we can't wait to get to know you better. We also provide the naughtiest stuff on our OnlyFans. I actually have a photo shoot coming up you do. with another OnlyFans lady, a very sexy one, and she and I are going to do a little collab, which is going to be available on our OnlyFans page. So if you head to OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. You can see that for yourself. You can, of course, find us on the socials. We're on Twitter at FPSwingers and Instagram at FPSpodmedia. And don't forget to find our YouTube channel, which is called Front Porch Swingers. Link in the show notes for you. We have new videos that are dropping all the time on there. And I think that's what we have for you guys this week. So, uh, like we said, lots of fun plans, naughty shit coming up that we are excited to tell you about. And thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to find us on altplayground.net. Alt Playground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect, share, and create new adventures together. They have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website, but now they're rolling out nationally and they're including so many amazing features, including the podcast corner, which we're very excited to be on. There are going to be videos from your favorite sex-positive folks. And also it's a great place to just connect with sexy, like-minded people. So we hope you'll come check us out at Alt Playground dot net today.